Blog Talk Radio. God bless you. You're listening to the Fivefold Ministry broadcast, and we want you to sit back and relax. God bless you. Son of God, our Father, Thou who rules and super rules our world, Thou who looked out in space one day and caused worlds to swirl, and every planet in space took its rightful place. Thou who rolled this terrestrial ball into space, baptized it with a liquid mist, ordered a variety of blooming flowers, transfigured into a marvelous attraction. Thou, O God, we come tonight with thanksgiving. We come with praise. We come with worship with our minds stayed on feet. Lord, times are difficult now. We're living in times whereby civilization is torn by degradation, and it flirts with doom and disaster. High-mindedness runs our streets like a mad dog and beats in uncertain paths. Selfishness has evaporated the milk of human kindness, while pain and panic chase each other like June bugs in the summer sun. Here we are, O oh God, in a mean world, violence and upheaval, joy and sorrow, those who listen to my voice, today some are downtrodden. Some can't pay their bills. Some have children who steal to support a drug habit. Some are living in what's supposed to be a home, but it's a house. Some, oh God, don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. But Lord, we come tonight. With our minds knowing that you have all power in your hands. Father, hear me if you will. You heard Daniel in the lion's den. You heard the Hebrew boys in the fiery furnace. Please hear us right here and right now. Somebody in Radio Land, hear my voice right here and right now. They've tried some of everybody. They've tried some of everything. And now, move them to try you. Oh, Lord, we know that the answer is in the church. We know that 
not have the answer. We know that the government doesn't have the answer. Well, Harry Tom is hurting some of our people. Some people won't be able to make their ends meet.
with each other in love and respect. One thing that that Martin Luther King wanted was for us to be viewed as a human being of substance, of character, and that we were also loved by God. Let us listen to one of those favorite songs of Dr. Martin Luther King, which it was Aretha Franklin, Mary, Don't You Weep. Amen.
Yes. Aretha Franklin and Dr. Martin Luther King was very good friends and that truly she tried to support the cause of anything that they would do far as with civil rights so that they could have the opportunity to move forward and to try to encourage people to work together in harmony. Here in the United States, um, with the Civil Rights Movement, that that Dr. Martin Luther King, that he believed that all people should be treated equally, that here we have the Constitution should be for all men, not just one particular race of people, so that we should have a right to go into those restaurants, those places where we were not allowed to drink out the water fountain or eat at those particular counters, that it should be considered that we as human beings should have a right to sit together in love and in fellowship. As I said before, that Dr. Martin Luther King, he really loved Aretha Franklin, and she respected the cause so much that a lot of things that she did was to give funding to the cause. I would encourage you that as you celebrate your nationality or the groups that's in your cause, that you will lift them up, that you remember what they stood for, and to stand in the gap as people of substance of character to encourage those to treat others the way that you want to be treated. When uh, Dr. King had passed and he, when he was killed for the cause, that they asked Aretha Franklin, would she sing another one of his favorite songs, which is uh, she loved to sing, We Have a Friend in Jesus, as well as Precious Lord, Take My Hand. That was another melody that he enjoyed, and we want to listen to it at this time as we commemorate and celebrate the life, the birth, and the death of Dr. Martin Luther King, that all people should be treated free and equal. God bless you on this Martin Luther King holiday as we celebrate it here in the United States, that all people should want to be respected and to be treated equal. Amen, amen, and God bless you again. As I said before, that we are here to just celebrate the life, the birth, and the death of those leaders that made a difference in our lives. And this is one of those songs that was really special to him. Amen. When you're down in trouble, you need some love and care. Ain't nothing. Ain't nothing 
Yes, we listened to the melodies of Aretha Franklin as she was one that stood up for the cause in civil rights, that she supported the endeavors. So I want to uh, welcome you to the broadcast again tonight. This is the Fivefold Ministry broadcast. I'm your host, Apostle Margie Mercer, as we just put a little light into that uh, black uh, American singer, Reefa Franklin, and how she was so significant in trying to encourage those and to support financially the cause for civil rights so that all men could be treated free. And let us listen to uh, another hymn, which is called Amazing Grace. Amen. Again, I'm trying to pull it up. <laughs> and yes, this uh, Amazing Grace, which was a, another beautiful melody of hers. Amen.
Yes, when you look at those documentaries with Dr. Martin Luther King and other leaders, that Dr. King was inspired by Gandhi, who believed in fighting violence with peace and to sit down and break bread together and try to reason together as brethren. Dr. King followed this particular example, even though he had different uh, controversy from other leaders who felt that the sword should meet the sword. But he believed in just working in love and peace and some type of understanding. You know, it reminds me of when you look at Exodus to see how Moses was called that God said in uh, Exodus chapter 3, verses 7, the Lord said, I have indeed seen the misery of my people in Egypt. I have heard them crying out because of their slave drivers, and I am concerned about their suffering. So I have come down to rescue them from the land of the Egyptians, and to bring them up out of the land into a good and spacious land, a land flowing with milk and honey. Truly that we believe that God has taken us out of some dry places so that we can have the opportunity, especially those like my mom and them who was in the deep south and they were able to come up north for opportunities, for jobs, as well as to be treated as a human being with dignity. You know, a lot of times that people try to cripple your efforts and people try to pull you back when they believe that you have a different uh, mindset of who you are, especially whose you are in the Lord, that there are times that people try to discourage you along your journey. But you have a right not only to be in your country and to be a citizen, but you have a right to vote. You have a right to decide what is best for your life and the freedom of speech as well as the freedom to think how things are better for your life, especially when you follow the word of God. As we look at this particular story, why it's so important, because it not only liberated the Indian people, but the black people here in America, but it set the tone of the pace for others to say that I, too, am a citizen of this particular government or nations of people, and that I have a right to be a part of this colony or this civilization here in my country. I'm going to try to play some of those uh, commemorative speeches that was made, those that made an impact here in the United States as a memorial to remember those who sacrificed their lives and those who have died for us that today we have a chance to go to college, we have a chance to have fair housing, we have a chance to vote for our politicians, we have a chance to go into that store or that counter room and to order our food and to sit down as a human being with dignity. 
there are still areas, especially down in the deep south, that don't want to recognize that. But through it all, we have survived, as we said, being slave to slave drivers or slave masters who wanted to cripple us as a nation of people that we were able to rise up, to rise up not only with respect for ourselves, respect for our family, but respect for our country. It is sad when you commit genocide or tear down your own nations of people or destroy or kill each other in your community when you don't understand the struggle you have been through or the struggle that others have been through that we need to wake up and open our eyes and say, you know, I am not only am a Christian, but I am the reflection of life for God that I should exalt, edify, and encourage my brothers and treat my neighbors and those the way that I want to be treated with respect. And hopefully the dignity that I show, the self-control that I show, the respect that I show not only for myself and my family and you can make a difference in our community. I will attempt now to play Dr. Martin Luther King uh, speech that was recorded by the Sun. Let's see what happened so that we can just commemorate this day with respect for one of our most phenomenal leaders, Dr. Martin Luther King, who said that I have a dream. Amen. One day, this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. Yes, it says that all men are created equal. That that Martin Luther King says that I have a dream. That that is the first thing that you have to believe about yourself. That you have a right to be in the land of the living, that you have a right to accept yourself, that God has made you a little lower than the angels and that you are special to him and he calls you his beloved. We want to encourage you again that as we sit back and as we uh, try to Hear the speech that was so phenomenal that I have a dream. Amen. I am happy to join with you today in what will go down in history as the greatest demonstration for freedom in the history of our nation. Five score years ago, a great American in whose symbolic shadow we stand today signed the Emancipation Proclamation. This momentous decree came as the great beacon light of hope to millions of Negro slaves who had been seared in the flames of withering injustice. It came as a joyous daybreak to end the long night 
of their captivity. But 100 years later, the Negro still is not free. 100 years later, the life of the Negro is still sadly crippled by the manacles of segregation and the chains of discrimination. 100 years later, the Negro lives on a lonely island of poverty in the midst of a vast ocean of material prosperity. 100 years later, the Negro is still languished in the corners of American society and finds himself in exile in his own land. And so we've come here today to dramatize a shameful condition. In a sense, we've come to our nation's capital to cash a check. When the architects of our republic wrote the magnificent words of the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence, signing a promissory note to which every American was to fall heir. This note was a promise that all men, yes, black men as well as white men, would be guaranteed the unalienable rights of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. It is obvious today that America has defaulted on this promissory note insofar as her citizens of color are concerned. Instead of honoring this sacred obligation, America has given the Negro people a bad check, a check which has come back marked insufficient funds. Now is the time. 
to make justice a reality for all of God's children. It would be fatal for the nation to overlook the urgency of the moment, this sweltering summer of the Negroes' legitimate discontent will not pass until that is an invigorating autumn of freedom and equality. 1963 is not an end, but a beginning. Those who hope that the Negro needed to blow off steam and will now be content will have a rude awakening if the nation returns to business as usual. tranquility in America until the Negro has granted his citizenship rights. The whirlwinds of revolt will continue to shake the foundations of our nation until the bright day of justice emerges. But that is something that I must say to my people who stand on the warm threshold which leads into the palace of justice. In the process of gaining our rightful place, we must not be guilty of wrong deeds. Let us not seek to satisfy our thirst for freedom by drinking from the cup of bitterness and hatred. Martin Luther King said that we would never be satisfied, that we as a nation of people have struggled for so many years, all through slavery, all through civil rights, and even up until now, to try to be recognized and respected and treated as a human being. 
this is what we need to do for each other, that remember those past struggles, those who have made sacrifices for us to get those jobs, to go to school, and to be able to have freedom of choice as well as freedom of religion. It is sad when we get to a point that we turn down our own brothers, forget the struggle that our foreparents went before us, and to forget where we have come from. We have come a mighty long ways, not only in the relationship of this America, to know that we have worked with the sweat of our brows to be productive in this country and to make a difference in each and every household that we worked in, to say that we are to somebody who have skills, who have the ability to be as another human being and be treated as a man to write and to vote and to have that job. But it is sad when you get to a point in your life that you discredit each other, you commit genocide, you turn down those that's in your own nationality and speak bad about them and treat them less than. Who are you to destroy the character and the respect of another human being in your own race? God forbid. You know, when you think about civil rights, that we should have a right to be treated equal, it should go all the way down to our family as well as our church. The respect level should be there. It should be that when we come into the house of the Lord that we should be respected as the children of God, as the nation that have accepted uh, the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ and the nation of faith that we are the uncircumcised Jews of Abraham who have accepted that Christ is the Son of God, that when we get to a point that when we cannot love each other, push each other up, exalt, edify, and encourage each other and speak well of each other and stop tearing down, critiquing, bad-mouthing, and pointing blame. Nothing is perfect or no one is perfect in this world but Jesus who walked this earth and also who went through nonviolence who set the pace and the tone to say that God loves you and we should love each other with respect. You know, when I read about eternal life, that not only do we have to accept the death, burial, resurrection of Christ, but we have to treat others the way that we want to be treated and treat our neighbors with love. How can we expect to have eternal life with the Father if we have prejudice? Separatism, fault-finding, ridicule, uh, anything that will have condemnations or turn down each other, and pointing fingers or blame. God is a God of love. God is a God of peace. When he directed Moses to take the people out of Egypt to the land of milk and honey so they could have a fresh start, and to be a nation of people that know how to worship God. Dr. Martin Luther King sacrificed his life as a black Moses, that he too was taking the Negro race to another level 
in this America so that we could be recognized and be treated as human beings. We have suffered along the way with the government, with uh, different uh, military forces, as well as those who did not want to honor the Constitution here of this United States. But it is up to us to get things together, to get back and remember the things of the past to help us be better for the future, not only for ourselves but for our children and for our community, that we have a right to love each other the way that we want to be loved. I would encourage you today that as you sit back and remember the special time in God and remember the special time for those that he have used to make a difference in our life, that we are to be grateful just for the opportunity to say that God took our hand, that he has been our friend, and he wants us to be friendly to each other. That as you walk out and as you go about your daily uh, plan each and every day, look at yourself in the mirror and say, how can I be the best? person that I can be, not only for the love, but for the community as well as my family, that I am somebody that will set the example and the tone, not only for my children, but for my grandkids and children's children, that we should be holy and that we should walk upright before God. Aretha Franklin saw the importance of the civil rights movement. She saw the importance of dignity and respect and self-worth. Don't you ever hold your head down and hurt your own self with self-suicide by condemning yourself because the others cannot see your value, they cannot see your worth, they cannot can see you as a human being that God has made you special, that you too should rise. Hold up your head, have that backbone, feel good about yourself, shake the dust off your feet, and keep pushing forward to know that your God is able to do anything but fail. Yes, you have a right that you're in the land of the living, and yes, you have a voice to speak out, to vote, as well as make a stand for what you believe in that is right. God bless you on this commemoration day of one of the greatest leaders, Dr. Martin Luther King. We want to salute those who have died for us, who have been in those newspapers, those who have stood out and protested any equal rights that we, too, should be able to enjoy, not only the Lamb Book of Life for eternal life, but to be treated in the image of God, that he has made us a reflection of him as a human being. No condemnation and no turn down of each other, but to hold each other up and to show love. God bless you again. As we close out, let us listen to another one of those favorite songs that Martin Luther King saw in Aretha Franklin, who truly encouraged him, uplift him, and push him forward to do the task, the job, the assignment that God had for him to set a nation of people free. That now that we have the freedom, what are we going to do with it? <laughs> 
not only as a nation of people, but as a nation of believers. How are we going to show the respect for each other in love and each other in victory and each other in the power of the Holy Ghost? God bless you and have a nice evening. Amen. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.